Welcome to Critical Ditto, your favourite Pokemon roleplay podcast. I'm Stuart, I am running the game. Oh, I can't keep up with that energy. I'm Ali, and I'm playing Kenny Mullet, the troubled teen from Comover Town with a mysterious inner power. I have a Dartrix called Bowtie. I have a Magikarp called Moustache. And, new addition to the team, I have a Salandit, which I've decided to call Hoops. I am David. I am playing Theo, the constantly annoyed non-binary priest of the Church of Slaslo, who secretly wants to find the King's Rock. I have a Meditite. I have awkwardly a Swaddle I just forgot existed. <laughs> and I have a Kabuto, formerly known as Cabbage. And my name's Tom. I'm playing Brandy, the pink-haired ex-cheerleader of the Pokemon Champion, who's out to prove a point. I have a Beniri called Wimpy. I have, hopefully still, a Skaroopy called Gary. And I also have a new Pokemon as well, like Kenny, a Munchlax, who, due to his mafia connotations, I am nicknaming Snorleone. Vito Snorleone. It's wonderful. We love it, okay? <laughs> that's that's his voice. <laughs> Munchlax. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, you have just cast yourself as Munchlax for the rest of the podcast. And I love that. We'll get Stu to play Kenny at various times because I want you to focus on Munchlax. Let's find out what happened last time. Previously on Critical Ditto. Where do you think Kenny and Theo would have this discussion? Theo has heard that there is like a great museum. What do you know about Pokemon human hybrids? Theo knows that there is a secret church outpost. I think that they have rebuilt exact relics in these kind of like tacky places. But maybe you know that in this particular Gordy Museum, there is a secret room off limits that you think you and I come here at night and we'll try and break into that room. Adri, you know what you need? You need a little bit of fun. Uh, I, I want to gamble some money, Stu. New competition. What, oh, what's this? Is this a bit of Volt or Flip? Now, I don't have that many chips, but what I do have is a Skaroopy. <laughs> and you know that if you stay at that table and you play that game, you will win. However, you see out of the corner of your eye, Adri for months. And if someone doesn't step in, a fight is going to break out between Andre and a few patrons. How about you take the chips, but I get to take my Pokemon back and we call it quits? You've offended them! And Mesperidina's like, absolutely not, and sort of scoops all the chips and Skorupi away. We cut back to the Big Font Books Cafe, where the guy looks at the water bottle and it turns around and it just says gin. The red-tinted clouds of the early evening turn to a vast, all-consuming black as night falls on the town of Pyrenile. The neon signs of the various all-night establishments still periodically pulse, ever desperate for a chance to catch the eye of a bleary-eyed reveller. Kenny and Theo are able to see every last illumination from their vantage point on top of the gaudy, staggered rooftop of the Pyrenile Museum. Kenny and Bowtie peer through the glass windows at the dimly lit open-plan mezzanines within, warily eyeing every sweeping HMO5 flashlight of the patrolling Gardevoirs. Theo belches softly into the cool night air beside them. The dizzying mixture of port and hard gin burning the area around Meditite's rolling eyes. Meditite readies a steadying psychic energy, ready to catch Theo during the next inevitable stagger. Meanwhile, at the entrance to the casino, Pyrenile's premier Sinnoh-themed gambling institution, Brandy and Wimpy steel themselves against the incessant clanging of change, whoops of excited winners, and the forced smiles of the Beniri costume greeters. She pulls her infern cape across her face and ducks inside. Brandy, you enter the casino and scan the floor. It's busy tonight, if anything busier than when you were here earlier. However, through the crowd you spot Mesprit Dealer packing away their Voltorb flip cards the next croupier standing by ready to take over the table. They grab the house winnings from the day and start to cross the floor towards a door that clearly reads staff only. What do you do? 
Start with me. We're in. Oh, oh we're yeah. in. How yeah. it? I, I bled in. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see how the establishing shot bled into actually like a mm. narrow focus? Mm. Right? Mm. Not mm. enough to do anything. <laughs> just just for it to stop at me. I mean, not blankly. Brandy just stares blankly. What does she Brandy do? turns to camera and goes, Oh, sorry. Is it yeah. my life? Um, Is it my life? Fleabag style. What do you do? I think we're going to. Let me just check my moves before I. Oh yeah, yeah. Do we're a playing a game. Remember, everyone's got their dice. Everyone's got their, their dice. dice. Yeah, their dice. I won't need sheets. these dice and sheets. Oh. I think what I need to do is sneak into the staff only area. Is what you're saying? Um, how I get to the staff area is another question. That's the thing. Do you want the blueprints to the casino? <laughs> yes. do, do, I've got this map. <laughs> I, I don't we flashback and Brandy just meets someone around the back of the casino and just like, you got the stuff. You get the deets. <laughs> no, I, I'm i going to try to sneak into the staff only area. How are you trying to achieve this? Well, <laughs> I'm going to try to do it well so that... So that uh, they do not see me. Well, so basically, you're, you're trying to wait until Mesprit Dealer opens the door. Is it and locked? Like, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah, changes yeah, yeah. things. So I need to get a card. I need to get a car key. Can I recommend freezing some ramen? <laughs> getting a kabuto. <laughs> now this is a key card. It, it would work. I will it's not, not one of those old Yale locks. <laughs> um, Did the staff all have like a uniform? I mean, Mesprit Dealer has a Mesprit headgear, right? So I assume maybe they've all got kind of Pokemon Sinnoh-themed Sinnoh-themed But maybe the, the, the suits that they're wearing are like black high-necked button-ups. Quite quite fancy, you know, like croupiers yeah, are. The white yeah, gloves, yeah, that always, kind of thing. They're always yeah, yeah. smart. So I would say they are wearing a uniform of some description, though, yes. They're wearing a uniform of some description. Maybe a okay. logo, like a casino logo. Well, I think the plan has got to be to get a key card first and foremost, because I've got to get into this place. Sure. So I think I'm going to try and identify an easy mark, a, a sort of a low status, perhaps newbie, and might be swayed by my charm. So you're looking for a nervous, shifty, I'm looking young... For, I'm looking for a Kenny. You're... I, I, let's be honest, I'm looking for the Kenny. Whoa, Ken, I'm looking, I mean... I'm looking for the casino Kenny, <laughs> okay. basically. Okay, so the, you're... The equivalent. You're trying to scan the casino floor and find a dealer or, or a member of staff that you might be able to easily manipulate. All right, well, that feels like a role. Yeah, I'm sure. so offended right now. I would say this is probably um, assess the situation. Check a place out. Check a place out, that's the one. Rules. Okay, checking a place out. When uh, when you or your Pokemon check your surroundings for anything interesting, dangerous, or out of place, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, you hold two for the questions. On a seven to nine, you hold one. What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What Pokemon is nearby? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who, what is really in control here? So I, I see one of those that kind of fits your bill, and yep. maybe you'll get a bonus. Mm. Okay. I'm a plus one, uh, and I rolled an eight plus one nine. Nine. So okay, so one. hold one. You get to ask one question. I would like to ask what is valuable slash useful to me at this point. Okay, but bearing in mind what you were looking for, yeah, you find you find your mark. Um, let's describe this mark. What what are they a dealer? Are they one of the Baneri greeters? Uh, are they like a security person? What do we think? Can I so? Can I provide? I don't know if this is the first detail to provide or just a, a detail to add All, to it. Any details we can always on. edit. Yeah. So I'd Cut say it into the so last I'd, detail. So I'd say croupier of indistinguishable aesthetic details that I haven't thought about. At sure, point. sure. But I feel like Brandy notices a Gary Smoke fan button Ooh, on their uniform love and it. knows love it, love it, you've love got it. some strings you can pull. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And their their big Pokemon head. They've got is Lucario. a is a Lucario. It's a big Lucario head. So it's a dealer yep. of uh, of maybe it's maybe it's like what new game new game. New it's game. definitely not Voltorb Flip. Nah, let's have a new game. Uh, Lucardio. What's what's a Lucardio? I hate it. No, that's them. That's <laughs> them. Lucardio. <laughs> what if it's uh, poker? Rouillette. Rouillette. Rouillette is perfect. <laughs> Can we just call it Rouillette? Rouillette. 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 Than, yeah. yeah. So they they're running the Rouillette. And they've got a they've got a they've got a fan badge on their uniform. Probably not co- code compliant. Perhaps perhaps the badge as well. It's a fan badge, but it's sort of like a new range that's like 
something like he's out there or like you know Fine Gary Fine Gary mm. or hashtag Fine Gary hashtag mm. Fine Gary What's, or something oh, like that or like a bra- there was a bracelets for those sort of things don't they or is there a band because they got those bands oh yeah. okay I love that because actually that's less that's less kind of conspicuous than a badge on yeah. their uniform yeah. uh, but I can see them wearing some kind of support band yeah. oh god it's, this is a band say because Gary Smoke was lost at sea it's called Smoke on the Water oh. so it's a band hashtag Smoke on the Water <laughs> right We've now so enough. you identify this support band bracelet on their quite skinny wrist I see them young uh, maybe this is a temp job a summer job um, what season are we in? autumn we're in autumn it's an autumn job you know those classic <laughs> autumn jobs that people get they're fresh um, out of school this is their first job it's an expensive time autumn you've got to get all those new sweaters and, and gloves uh, but they yeah they're young uh, maybe like Late teen, I would say. The headdress looks quite heavy on their head. But they're they're, they're running the roulette table, and I think the, the band is what catches your eye, and yep. that's what gives you an Got in. it. Okay? Got it. So okay. what do you do? Uh, I take a hairband, and I tie up... Even though my hair's still short, you could still tie it up. So I sort of tie it back into the cheerleader kind of profile, and the sort of front of my face looks like it would have done when I was cheerleading... For Garrison, it's a tied up, ready to go. Wow, so we've never seen Brandy look like this before. No, no, no. not really. It's usually over her face, kind yeah. of just whatever. But now she's like, right, I've got to try and convince this guy. So basically what she's going to do, she is going to basically try and get recognised. Is there, can I play some roulette? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Any any chair you want. Yeah, yeah, any chair. Yeah. Hey, oi, roulette Yeah, yeah. Spin the ball. Oh, right. We got, we got, I've got money on the table here. Oh, you, don't rush him. Oh, well. You take your time. You take your time, babe. And I think hearing that that velvety tone, <laughs> that, that voice sure is pretty distinctive. That, yeah, I think there's probably some well, video Well, a lot of Gary's cheerleaders are these kind of people, so I think Brandy would have stood out. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So I think that voice has made, made the roulette man, child, pause. There's a couple of people clustered around the roulette table who are like, come on, come on, what's going on? What's happening? So I wanted Brandy- to play roulette here. He wants to play roulette Come on, here. I'm losing everything. Brandy I win it back. Brandy reaches over and, and, and spins the wheel for the guy and just says, well, I have a go. Come on, spins it. He says, oh, that's what we're doing things now. It's what my ex-boyfriend used to do. Thought it was fun. Uh, your ex-boyfriend? What, was he a real letter? He was he was a champion realer in a in a in a way. His realer was a champion. I went to the the realer championships. It was very exciting. Everybody, shut up! <laughs> your your um your 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 boyfriend was that was that um was that was that. <laughs> Was that um... It was it was Gary Smoke. Oh. It was Gary Smoke. I don't know if you heard of him, but he was he was big in Pokemon battling. I don't know if yeah. you're Gary who Vicini there's another roulette table over here. This one's going nowhere. Oh, we... what a bunch of schmucks. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Hold on. Was was Victini at the table? <laughs> Nice. Ted Vizzini. Oh, Vizzini. Ted Vizzini. Oh, there he is. Okay, just wanted to double check. I feel like Victini would have won. And if, and if not, would have burned it all. <laughs> uh, I think at this point, <laughs> the croupier um, pushes back the sleeve and reveals that the band that Brandy had previously sort of glimpsed. And Brandy, Brandy does some acting here. Taking a, a page out of Calandy Mandy Mark's book, sort of goes, <gasps> Oh my God. <laughs> You care? Smoke on the water? Oh my Gary, he's out there somewhere. I just know it, and I'm glad you do too. Have you have you seen him? When was the last time you you saw him? I was there. I was there when he went out to sea. The the eyes of the croupier are now just filling, filling with tears, looking like the ocean itself. But the one thing he told me, and oh, you're gonna find it. I can't tell you. I don't want to say. The, just... I don't think the croupier has ever touched a, a female in, in his life. But at this moment, <laughs> his hand just shoots out and grabs hers for yeah. comfort. And is like, tell me. Tell me what he said. <laughs> it's just last time he came here. I don't know if you were working here. It was it was last year. I wish I was working here. He gambled away his, his one of his prized Pokemon. Which one? He's, I know all of his. I know all of his Pokemon. Which one was it? This was one actually that he'd recently caught, and it's not on record as being his at all. Actually, uh, it was his um, Scaroopy, whom he named after himself because he really saw himself in it. But the thing is, when he was being taken, when he went missing, he shouted to me on the shoreline, "Get Gary back! Get my boy back!" Are you sure he wasn't talking about getting him back himself back because he's <laughs> no, been kidnapped. No. <laughs> And unfortunately, he's that scroop. He's trapped in this in this casino, and I I need help getting it back. 
This is such an intense conversation okay. to be having in like in like a public casino. I like the idea that just the noise of everything else just like fades out across. Yeah. And the, the the wheel that Brandy has spun is still spinning. Um, you love that. I love the idea of a woman coming up to it going, I'd like to play 34 on... Oh, no, this is... Yeah. <laughs> and then she just gets a look like, you go away right now. Yeah, exactly. Eight chips on white. Nope. <laughs> um, okay, this feels like a role now. Manipulate someone role. Uh, this this move is used to get people to do what you want, but you need to give them reason to do it first. I think you've done that. So basically what you need to roll now is plus charm. For a normal person, if you get 10 plus, they'll do it, as long as you reward them as promised. Uh, on a 7 to 9, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. On a miss, your approach is completely wrong. You offend or anger your target. Okay, I'm a plus okay. one. I'm a plus one at charm. Here we go. Really? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a six and a two, plus one, and that's a nine. Nine. Oh, close to that. I'm getting close to that ten. Okay, that's fine. all right. So, so I'm a success. To give, to give the croupier dealer, they, they are going to help Randy. They're going to help does the, What does the croupier dealer want? Have we established that we have some sort of phone-like device? Yes, previously? we have our par, par iPhones. Yep, yep, yep. The croupier is like, um, yeah, of, of course, of course, but um, there, there's, there's one thing I'd really, really like in, in return. You know what? If you could help me out anything, within reason... That can be done pretty quickly because we're on a time scale. I am. Um, That's not like so much that it's going to draw attention to us. When I, when but I was, anything. <laughs> you're, you're really concise with your words when you're making a statement. That's what Gary said. <laughs> oh my god! You I, remind I, me of him I a bit. Dreamed of that. Um, I, I've always, um, I've always had a poster of Calandi up in my room when I was growing up. And could you put her on the phone for me? Give me a chance to to talk to to Calandi. <laughs> I just, I've always, you know, I just, it's that name, it just sort of trips off the tongue, Calandi. Brandy, thinking that this, this, this crew may have been in awe of her and, you know, her achievements as Gary Smoke's girlfriend, uh, is shot, shot down and says, yeah, all right, mate, anything you want, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, are you actually going to, oh my God, you actually going to do it? Do you have Calandi's number? Yeah, I've still got Calandi's number. You've still got number. Calandi's number? Yeah, 100% she's got all their numbers. Okay. All right. Um, got to be a quick one though, so make sure, I don't know what you're going to say, but. All right, hold on. I'll just call. Hey, new number. Who this? Hi, uh, Kalandi. It's me. It's me. Uh, oh my God, Kalandi, who is it? Who is it? I don't know. That she, she sounds a bit, like, common. Uh, sorry, I don't... Who? It's Brandy. Brandy uh, from Sir Float Town. Who? Brandy, no last name, was, you know, spent a good year, couple of years with you on the road with Gary Smoke. Sandy, did we, do we know, do we know, which one? Oh my god, was she the one? Wait, Brandy? Oh my god, is it her? Oh my god, Uh, no way. No, No, uh, wait, let me put, let me put you on speaker, we're all here. Brandy, it's her. Oh, that's Paul's here. Yeah, we're oh. having pizza and doing drugs. Oh, that's great. Yay! Crush up X attack. Glad to see. <laughs> glad to see Shroomish is still with you. Good, good. That's excellent. Yo, um, we, we picked up a Shroomish at Surflow. He was just drifting. We now follow him like we followed Gary. Uh, uh, yeah, ladies, ladies, and Mark. I just, uh, I just, I've got a fan, Kalandi specifically, a, f- a fan of yours here, and he'd really love to talk to you. Is that is that all right? Oh my god, yeah, of course. Hey, I, I, well, this is um. Oh god, what was your name? What was your name? I don't know. <laughs> I've forgotten. I don't have a name. This is. Uh, Lucario. It's Lucario. It's call me Lucario. It's Lu- it's Lucario. That's weird. What? What? <laughs> Sorry, we can't talk to Lucario. Yeah, it's 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 a kind of stage name because big deal here in Casino. Like if you came here, they give he'd give you free drinks. I'm sure. I don't remember. What? That. Oh my oh, god! Stop it. What? We should go to Is Paranormal. Is this Casino Paranormal? No, 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 <gasps> no. I, I mean, yes, guys, it, guys, can someone like Sky Scanner a Paranormal flight? Like ASAP. Guys, just one leaves in like. Five minutes. Shall no. we go? Anyone Shall- teleport? Anyone Shall- got a psychic type? Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Paul has an Abra. We're coming. We're coming to Paranile. We're we coming to Paranile. Where are you, girl? Tell us where you are. I'm Where's not- the party at? <laughs> Look, she okay. said she's at the casino. Let's just go there. We are descending. No, guys, please. Can you just talk to Lucaria for a second, please? Is that okay? Say oh. something. For the love of God, say something. Uh, the the croupier, having forgotten everything except for the fact that he's called himself Lucario, decides to just pretend he's a Lucario. I just goes, <laughs> Lucario. 
You're so weird. We're going to see you. You're just the one. You're hilarious. Oh my god, this is amazing. You know, like, I bet this guy's way more fun than, like, Luke. God, Luke was so intense. I'm going to look so sexy. This is going to be great. Hey, who's who's from Sinnoh here? I swear someone's from Sinnoh. Is it going to be offensive? Oh, this is going to be so exciting. Maybe. Oh my god. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Kiss, kiss. Yeah. Bye. Kiss, kiss. Bye. I got... Oh my god, that was the hottest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Do you think they were, like, pillow fighting? <laughs> Yeah, I think they were pillow fighting. I think they were anything they were doing that your sick mind would enjoy. But hey, you got to talk to them. How how great. This has been the greatest day of my life. Well, put that passion into the old roulette spinning, I suppose. The roulette table finishes and the spin lands on 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Brandy, you have a key card. Thank you so much, Lucario. Ooh. And honestly, if you need anything in the future, don't hesitate to ask. Kalandi, Mandy, any of those people who are now coming. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, sure. Thank you. That's thank okay. you. That's thank okay. you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I've, I've gone. Thank you. I've gone. Come on, then. Let's go to the museum. <laughs> Kenny and Theo on the rooftop, uh, cold night air biting at your chap chap lips. Um, Kenny, you're looking down through the the sort of vaulted uh, glass ceiling dun, dun, area. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, exactly. And Theo, you dr- you drug. I sp- I'm going to start with Kenny just because you're the more kind of cognizant in this current moment. What do you do? Hmm. Okay, Theo, you know this. You know this place, right? <laughs> place <laughs> cool so I'm gonna follow your lead <laughs> that's a terrible idea <laughs> you see me battle I'm terrible at leading <laughs> be that as it may <laughs> I think Bowtie just oh, gives no. you a look Kenny's like what, what do we do oh, Dutrix Bowtie do you know what to do? Dartrix. No. Oh. Look- Dartrix, no. <laughs> no. Dartrix, no. No, Dartrix, no. <laughs> Theo just looks up from their hands and goes, Wait, you have a Dartrix? For like two days. <laughs> such a stupid Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Meditite's just got their hands over their eyes and it's just like despairing. Meditite, has this ever happened before? Is Theo okay? Maybe. Shh. <laughs> Maybe. Meditite. Meditite communicates hmm. to you that Theo has never drunk before. This is uh, this is a new thing. Okay, All right. eyes are on you, Kenny. Come on, Kenny. You can do this. Right, so, objective numero uno is to get inside. I'm looking through some glass. I don't want to smash it, because I think that'll attract attention. But I do need a way of cutting through it. And Theo does have a Pokemon with very sharp blades. I think it's time for some cabbage. Theo? A year. <laughs> Could you send Kabuto out? Of course. For you? For you? Of, co- of course! I mean, I'm not disliking of the new course. Theo. Of course! You with your face, of course. Um, oh, I do want to be chaotic, but I'm not going to be. Cause I just, be chaotic! Be chaotic! No, be chaotic, be chaotic. If Kenny has to be the, if Kenny has to this be is, the law. This is the one chance for Kenny to be the straight man. Please <laughs> be chaotic. So, um, Theo just beguiled by the entire situation takes the pokeball from their sort of bandolier belt situation takes it and is about to throw it at the at the window before sort of drunkenly pivoting on one foot and then just being carried with it just throws Kabuto's pokeball <laughs> straight back off the edge of the scene. so you hear this okay so Kenny and Theo right. you both see Tavaji's pokeball flying off the side of the building uh, release Kabuto and they start falling. What do you do? Oh God, Dartrix! Uh, go, go and help him. Go and catch him. Go and catch him. Go and catch him. Okay, let's roll. Let's roll. Dartrix, yes. Dartrix, yes. <laughs> for for Dartrix, please roll a act under pressure roll for me. 
Ali, you are adding plus cool, I believe. Okay. Yes, it is. It's plus. And cool. we're using we're using our trainer stats. Yes. For for these, for these sort for these. of things. Out, yes. of battle, Out of battle situations. Yeah. Kenny is actually a plus one to cool. Oh. Really? Yeah. Nice. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. In in as is proven by trying to catch Kabuto is surprisingly calm. Uh, that is a five plus three plus one, so nine. Lovely. A mixed success. Dartrix succeeds. Dives down headfirst. Wings in tucked in like a peregrine falcon catches Kabuto flies back up but there's a complication and that complication is that this catch happens right by a window and just as Dartrix catches Kabuto there's a flash of light in Dartrix's eyes owly eyes sensitive to light Dartrix ow Dartrix catches in the window one of the Gardevoirs has shined a flashlight Gardevoir catches uh, this vignette of Bowtie the Dartrix and Cabbage the Kabuto in midair before Dartrix darts back Dartrix. up. Dartrix! Um, but yes, Dartrix reports back that he has been seen. The Gardevoirs are on alert. And you see the sort of like... Yeah, I don't think I don't think Kenny just knows exactly what happens, but I think he sees that maybe the, among the... The flashlights flashlight start down like, below. Maybe they're starting to look up now a little bit as well. And yeah. you're not quite as... They're alert. So yes. it's, it's like in a video game, someone would have like an exclamation <laughs> mark above their head. Yeah, they're, they're more aware now. All right, well, now I know that we've got to hide for about five or six minutes and then the exclamation mark goes away. Must have been the wind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is, is there any other way in on this on this roof or is it just like... Do a, you want to roll to I check think, a place I, out? I, I think at this point I do. Okay, let's roll. <laughs> Kenny grabs Theo and sort of pulls them out of the direct window in case a, there is a flashlight sent right. up. Yeah. And in doing so, um, skirts around because that was plan A to go in via the window. Now there needs to be a, a plan B. So Kenny is trying to search for a plan B. Check a place out. Okay, so roll plus sharp. Oh, that is a four. Oh, no. <laughs> what does it say? What's okay. It, what happens on a six minus? Well, six minus, I just make a hard move. Oh, hard move. Here we so... Go. Kenny sees that the flashlights are starting to ramp up a little bit. And it's like, you know, the situation has become a bit more intense. Kenny thinks, right, I've got to get, I've got to get Theo away from the, the, the glass area. Um, but I think maybe Kenny messes up, the, like, trying to pull Theo away. And Theo stumbles, and Meditite didn't have the psychic wave ready in time. And Theo just falls backwards. I knew you'd do that. Oh, God. And just like... No slow-mo crashes into the window smashes and Theo falls a story just a story I'm going to make you take some harm so it could be minor one harm maybe I should have rolled <laughs> so so Theo falls a story down crunch uh, and lands on their back winded and I don't know I think I think the shock of it maybe like knocks a little bit more sense into you oh I think adrenaline has now yeah. <laughs> sobered Theo up but you do take a point of harm okay. well, add that to your sheet uh, but yes, that, the glass is shattered and the Gardevoirs are very much alert and on their way to the top level of the mezzanine. Well, I guess that's one way in. And can he jump in? You jump Pokemon? in, okay. Theo, what do you do? You've just landed on your back and you can hear... Gardevoir! 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 So we're saying that there's a there's a mezzanine level that runs around the outside of the main exhibition. I basically see it a little bit like the the front lobby of the Natural History Museum. Sure, Where you've got like a big display in the middle, a mezzanine that sort of circles that, and then a you know regular floor below. Well, I think there are a few floors of mezzanines. a few floors of mezzanines. But there's a big open middle section. Yes. And you've not fallen. No, you haven't Hundreds and hundreds of feet down. That is it. That's the end of the earth. But there are like exhibits leading off from the mezzanine level. Yes. If you want to. Yes, yes, Land on the giant bone mammoth swine at the bottom. Absolutely. There is definitely like some, yeah, ancient skeletons and stuff like that. But yeah, what do you do? Um, I think that Theo falls. I think that, I think the shock, pain, adrenaline. And I think Theo just immediately clears up. But I think also within that, Theo probably doesn't remember anything that happened in between last glass of Nile gin 
and now. Mm. I don't think Theo is even really aware that anybody is still back up on the roof. I think Theo's just like, I'm in the museum. You've woken up in the museum. Yeah. Oh, there's something meant to be happening. I'm, we're breaking in. And oh. I think, I think Theo knows, like, enough to know that maybe this is the right mezzanine floor to kind of be on anyway. Maybe this is the inconvenient kind of situation to find us here. I think Theo's just like, I'm just going to start my journey. Well, Kenny does flutter, Kenny Bo- yeah. and Bowtie do flutter down They're next to you. And Medi-Tide probably floats down as and, well. And, and, yeah, and Kenny goes... I am so sorry. <laughs> that was totally on me. <laughs> Meditite looks at Theo, folds their arms, gives you a stare, and just goes, Meditite? Meditite, Meditite, Meditite. Swaddle wouldn't give me this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. And Meditite, <laughs> and turns their back on you. So Meditite, meanwhile, is still going... <laughs> As I saw its life flash before its Kabuto, eyes. Kabuto did see their life. What did Kabuto see when their life flashed before, before their eyes? What you say? Seeing Professor Xavier. It worked! It's alive! Put in a ball. What you say? Then seeing um, Darius's face with a banana in hand because he eats lots of fruit. Are you a bug? What you say? Then sees Theo's face. Sees a lot of hair. Sees a lot of hair. And finds joy. What you say. And then cuts to sadness <laughs> as they're about to die. <laughs> the life of a rich life. Pass from trainer to trainer. Or, I mean, it's a fossil. So bear in mind. Yeah, it had a life beforehand. Cabbage had a life thousands of years yeah. ago. The, oh, the uh, cabbage's life was uh, in Pyrenol. I like the idea of us giving an extra element to cabbage at this point, though. Something to do with, like, when they, maybe, yeah, when they were ancient times. Did they have a family? Yeah, did sure, cab- yeah. Did course. Cabbage yeah. love? Yeah. Cabbage. I think Was Cabbage, cabbage loved? loved? I think Cabbage loved. Oh my God, is this like a Captain America situation where he comes out of the ice and yes. he's got like, he just, uh, Cabbage, as he's falling down, takes out of a little inner pocket, just a tiny little picture oh my God. of a previous... Of an Amora. <laughs> actually, a little Amora. And in the, in the museum, Cabbage is still in, in, in Dartrix's claws and looks over at one of the walls and sees a fossil. And Cabbage knows that is the Amora that they were in love with. When the moon hits your eye like Eight hundred years ago, that's Amora. <laughs> I think Cabbage starts to go like opposite direction towards the Gardevoirs, but towards this display where there's an Amora fossil. Can't oh control himself. This it's, is Cabbage. Cabbage sees this Amora. Caputo! Sees the Amora, starts going towards where these Gardevoirs are heading. Theo, what do you do? Theo, what do you do? I think Theo turns to a very angry Meditite and is like, is this the wrong time to ask you to do some telekinesis? Meditite, Meditite. I'm ready to go. I Meditite's love you. <laughs> okay, let's roll. Act under pressure. Roll plus cool. What's Theo's cool? Cool is plus one. That's an eight plus one, so nine. Nine. Mixed success. Third nine in a row. Okay, so bless Cabbage. Going towards their one true love is yanked back. The cost, though, the speedy Gardevoir has arrived now. The one with the good IVs. Yeah, the one with the the really good speed IVs. And the the jolly nature is upon you. Um... (laughs) But, Ke- but Richard <laughs> <laughs> loves, loves his job. I love guarding museums. <laughs> Kenny, nice. Kenny, what do you do? I feel like like you were about to dash one way, and they came around a corner, and it's like face to face, and it's like this war moment of, huh, and there's that split second of hiatus before you're called into action. What do you do? Oh God, uh, astonish! I want to try to flinch it to give us a moment for us Great. to. Okay, so this is kind way. of this is kind of an attack. Pretty much, yeah. It's a combat move. You are engaging the God of War. Okay, so I think Astonish, I would say, is... Well, it's Kicks and Frostlass, but I'd say it's a tough as opposed to weird. That's tough. Plus one. one. All right. (sighs) Nope. What is it? It's a full plus one. No, it's a proper fail. It's, it's a full fail. fail. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. God of War! God of War! <laughs> and I now did, you come. I did say this God of War had good stats, so I think I think it's going to unleash an attack on Dartrix. What does the rulebook say? Well, the rulebook says on a miss, you get your ass kicked instead. So oh, there it is. I think, I think we're going to faint Dartrix here with a brutal moonblast. Oh! <laughs> 
Oh man, but it's but it's a very jazzy moonblast. <laughs> like it gives that Gardevoir such good lighting. Well, it's a wonderful night. For well, a I think we just Ali, Ali, Ali. It's a it's a it's a terrible roll, but I'll let you describe how Dartrix goes down here. If this if this was a Curlia, I would say maybe it does damage, but because it's a Gardevoir, just to establish where we're at, Gardevoir, I'm seeing as a sort of three or four harm type yeah, it's final big, stage. It's a fainter. It's a it's big a, one. So yeah, that's why. Just to explain, as opposed to giving you another chance to roll. Um, I think Astonish would have worked if we'd have snuck up on this garden one. Because... <laughs> if you hadn't fallen through a window. If we hadn't fallen through a window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. As it was, it just be- it just became uh, a, a straight-up roll, and the... I think as as this Gardevoir was coming up the stairs, it was almost preparing this Moonblast. So like it's coming up the stairs, hovering the energy. I mean, throwing it from fist to fist in its jolly nature. <laughs> Gardevoir! <laughs> and so I think it basically just sees something in front of it and just goes, well, I'm prepared for this. Boom. Boom. Moonblast. And, and I think Dartrix is kind of like, if we're, if it's quite, I'm, I'm picturing quite a long, quite a long but thin mezzanine. We're at one end. <laughs> Dartrix, poor Dartrix, is blasted all the way back down this this mezzanine um, up and to the wall, and then just sort of slides down. Like I love the idea that there's a um, there's a there's an Archaeops fossil, and like Dartrix slams into the wall next to it in exactly the same place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that unfortunately oh, is Dartrix, what happens. So, so my best Pokemon, so has, your fainted. Pokemon has fainted. Yes, Lucky you trained up moustache. Um, ah, we could time for a Gyarados right now. <laughs> Theo, you you catch up. Cabbage is in your arms, still desperately trying to claw. I think past you. You're having to hold quite tight to keep Cabbage restrained. Yeah. A jolly Gardevoir is readying another moon blast. Yeah. As more Gardevoirs, the slower, you know, I'm talking the sturdies, the hardies, <laughs> the dociles. There's an impish one that's just tapping people on the wrong shoulder and they're like, look going the other way, going, it's like, oh, <laughs> Jerry, you make this so hard. Why <laughs> just. Oh, um, why didn't they employ the Gardevoirs all with the same nature? Those fools. We just needed those calm Gardevoirs, but we don't have any. <laughs> There's no calm Gardevoirs anywhere. There's one Gallade who's like, I, what am I even doing here? <laughs> My name doesn't even fit this. <laughs> God laid. <laughs> um, I <laughs> if Kabuto is back in my hands. Yeah, you've just seen Dartrix get blasted. Then I have no ability to use a confuse ray because I I can't I can't get to anything. In, in the fiction, no. Yeah, I, I like. So I think that the quicker move for Theo to make at this moment is return everyone. Yeah, like not yeah, going to yeah, engage yeah. this in a fight. Fair. Just grabs Kenny and goes. No. I think it's time to guess where the exhibition hall is. And just runs into the first exhibition room. Okay, so you. I just, am fully on board with so this plan. Did you see what it just did to Bowtie? Um, so it's like a, it's just a dash into the nearest exhibition, basically. Yeah. So you just grab Kenny. Kenny, I'm assuming you return. Oh Bowtie. my god, yes. Yeah, 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 obviously. My poor, my poor owl. And um, um, we've established there's a very fast runner as well, which that is uh, very true. Is actually, helpful yeah. here. <laughs> Kenny is just like flopping behind you. <laughs> <laughs> if this was an anime, it would just be like yeah, exactly. waggling in the air behind me. <laughs> um, okay, so. Theo, you probably fairly see this as a losing battle, yes. especially with other Gardevoirs on their <laughs> yeah. way. We're about um, to be so outnumbered. Grab Kenny and just sprint. I don't think this needs a roll because I think it's just a sign of it's an instinctual yeah, move, yeah, yeah. and the corridor's quite near. Kenny looks sh- shell shocked and has just returned Bowtie. You just grab an arm around them and dash into the nearest corridor into the darkness. Who's that Pokemon? Gardevoir. Oh my god, have you seen that midsection over you know, there? I see that midsection. Oh my god. I'm, I'm going to go talk to that midsection. I really think that midsection's caught oh Barky, get a, get a no, drink for the midsection. Hey, hey. On me. No, get, I want to get a drink for the midsection. That was my, that was my Look, no, that whiskey was my on drink. the rocks. That was my money. He you know what, guys? I'm, I'm just going to make you three midsection drinks, okay? In fact, what does midsection want? An NPC new character from the listeners. Mm. Interesting. Tell me more. This email is from Alchemage. Alchemage writes... I'm a big fan of your podcast and Pokemon in general. I think you should use special type swapped Pokemon. Like there could be a desert region with Sandile, Hippowdon, but also like a ground type Squirtle or a Cactus Bulbasaur. Nice. Great. I think there should be a town down the way, Bailton, and it's 
A sleepy little town that is hiding a dangerous mythical Pokemon or some sort of big secret. Well, I know I started to ramble a bit, but keep up the great work. <laughs> <laughs> little town housing a mythical Pokemon slash dangerous secret. We haven't yeah, had yeah. an NPC town. NPC town! Bailton! Bailton. Bailton. How's it spelled? Bolton. Like Gareth Bale, T-O-N. Or Balaton. 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 Well, We're the, going with Balaton. The regional type's very, like... Well, could... The regional that variant into Balaton. the mythical Pokemon. Ooh, 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 combine way, those two. In the same way that Galar have introduced the legendary what birds. If, what if when you cross the threshold of Balaton, you change types whether you like it or not? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, oh my god, that's insane! Maybe ooh. that's the power that the mythical Pokemon that resides in the town has. It just yes. changes everyone's types. Whoa. Yes, it can change your type, and it's and and that's that's its big that's the big secret. You could go in as one type and come out another. But I like the idea that you don't get a choice in the no. type you get. It almost, it's it just completely random how it works. Does it only last within Balaton or does it? I quite like that it's temporary. I, I like, like that it's temporary. Balaton. Yeah. Yeah, because then yeah. we can actually engage in it without fearing <laughs> I am not crossing that threshold. <laughs> can you imagine if I get bug? Oh my God. <laughs> bug grass. Well, no, so, no. So, so humans are affected as well. Is this what we're saying? Like humans become... A, a typed or is it just Pokemon? I probably would think just, po- just Pokemon. Only, only that we're. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or it could. Body swap. <gasps> Body swap could be fun. Body swap episode. Freaky Friday in Balaton. <laughs> that is fun. That's really fun. Okay. Too yeah. fun for this midsection. We're going <laughs> to keep it at the Pokemon typings. You know, is it a kind of as soon as you enter the town, it happens, or is it like you spend a night at the town and you're visited by weird dreams? Maybe the maybe the typing changes, but there's no visual signs that it's changed. The next yeah. morning you wake up and your squirtle is made of stone. <laughs> <You're> like, oh <laughs> my good. god! <laughs> so it, it does happen immediately, but it is gradual. It yeah. takes a, it's a gradual. Oh oh, and it is temporary unless you stay in Balaton for too long. long. I just had a second of <laughs> Did I mention Balaton is a maze maze? Yes, it's a maze maze. Oh, Balaton brilliant. is a maze maze that you have to, you, if you like, go in. Okay, so there's something in the middle of Balaton that's Obviously. apparently cool that you would want to get to. There's, there's, to be a there's a mythical Pokemon in there. That would be mythical. enough to entice yeah. anyone. I like the idea of a kind of the way Gala have switch typed legendaries. So let's, what a current legendary could we switch type? Maybe it's some kind of Celebi? I like that. It's like an evil Celebi. It's like a yes. switch type because what currently Celebi is grass, grass, grass psychic. Grass okay, this time it's grass dark. You know, or like poison fairy. Ooh, poison like fairy, nice. Yeah, that's good. And poison fairy is great for a maze. So it's a it's a Celebi with a poison fairy typing uh, that's created this maze maze, which has become the town of uh, Balaton, where people are kind of lost in there. That's insane. Yeah, so they're just lost so, in Balaton. So have some people just like given up to the maze and like yeah. built homes yes. for themselves? Yeah, yeah. They've like, well, I'm stuck here, so I guess we will just build a house. Yeah, and <laughs> they, they, they've got plenty to live off. They got look at that maze. And, and, and people, and, in and people who come through, maybe they like they like steal off them and stuff. Oh my god. Oh, it's quite a dark place, Balaton. Don't go there. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a tagline. That's enough for me to decide that Brandy, Theo, and Kenny are never going to go there because it sounds scary. I think we go there for the Halloween episode. Ooh, oh, spooky teaser. That's so good. That's a great idea. That's and a on, brilliant and idea. And on that note, thank you, Alchemage. And if you have an idea for a NPC or a town or anything you want to add to our world, please email it in criticalditto at gmail.com. Contact us on Twitter at Critical Ditto. Chat to us on the Discord. Uh, you need a secret password to enter. That's Dark Celebi. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on the Twitter. <laughs> it's, on, it's on the Twitter. It's a secret code, but it's on the Twitter. Um, and yeah, so that's that's what I think the uh, midsection wants. Okay, so that was three poisonous fairy type drinks then. Wait, is this a good idea? We do like the midsection, don't we? Yeah. It's we not toxic stop- poison. It's I'm- like a sexy poison. I'm, I'm going to drink it. Sexy. I'm going to drink mine first, just I- to test. <laughs> I'll drink that as well. I will as well. Oh my god, I love this. (laughs) They fell for it. Oh no. (laughs) The Celebi rises. (laughs) Celebi. The the barman's eyes switch to Celebi. Celebi. Who's that Pokemon? Gardevoir. It's Gardevoir. I guess we should cut back to the casino. (laughs) 
Well, where else are we going to cut? Cut to Adri in hospital having his stomach pumped. Cut to the cheerleaders arriving. We are here. That is a hard move, just waiting to happen. It's just in Stu's background moment. Oh, cheerleaders. Brandy, if you do not roll tens for the rest of the session, the cheerleaders are descending on the casino. Legally blonde style. Okay. Brandy, we return to you. You've just used... Did he ever get a name? Nope. Lucario. Lucario, the roulette roller. I'm going to call him LR for now. Uh, you have LR's key card. You enter the staff-only area. It's a corridor, but at the end... A foyer? That's yes. why I do my best work. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. It's a foyer. Uh, and I think you can clearly see there's, there's probably like a, a, a staff downtime green room door. I'm just going to suggest that there is a... Like an area or sh- uh, like multiple shelves of giant Sino region heads um, <laughs> so where people good. take them off so and like, put them in. It's, oh, like, it's almost horrific in yeah, some way. It's kind of grim. I think, it, I think it's very much like that Disneyland rule where you cannot remove your head. You have to like duck through the staff only area and there's like corridors and tunnels that lead around the casino that you can then pop back out but still is your character. So you can only take it off behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's a there's a, a costume head head storage. Storage, yeah. There's a staff gathering area, uh, and I think those those are the two main locations you see. But you can hear a, a couple of people chatting, probably coming from behind the break room. Brandy, what do you do? What Brandy notices is on this wall or storage area where all these large Sinnoh region Pokemon heads are. There is there are some obviously missing that are out in the thing, but there's also a Munchlax one missing. And she thinks back and she goes, "Oh, that boy." had a Munchlax head in the dump. You mean Feral Child Stig? Feral Child Stig. Yes. That head is missing. The, and it says, like, Munchlax head. And it's and maybe there's a little thing saying needs this, to be replaced. Okay, yeah. Missing, missing. Something like that. Yeah. So she then thinks, well, hold on a minute. Why am I trying to steal something when I could just ask for the help of a known criminal? And so Brandy's going to release, for the first time, Snorleone, Vito Snorleone, the Munchlax... Uh, and see if Snorleone can help in this situation. Uh, Munchlax, yes, is out. Munchlax. Brandy, what are you doing? Um, Snorleone, uh, Munch. I, I, I'm coming to you with a favour. Munch. <laughs> An offer you can't refuse. I know it's the day of your daughter's wedding. <laughs> I like the idea that Munchlax is smoking a cigar. Like a Munchlax, Munchlax cigar. has a cigar. A hundred percent cigar. A coat, but it's like draped over their shoulders. Mm, yeah. Somehow in this Pokeball they changed. <laughs> or they just take the infern cape and just drape it over their oh, shoulders. Yes. Munchlax. Now, I don't want to make assumptions, but I feel like you're a criminal. That sucks. But a good one. Munchlax. And I want to be as good a criminal as you. And I I want to steal something from this place. I want to steal... I want to steal one of my Pokemon back. That could be a helpful teammate for you. And, you know, we could go on future jobs together as a, as a, as a whole group, you know? Work for the, work for the Snorleone family. Can, I, can, can we do a roll? Because I, I want to know more about Snorleone, basically. <laughs> or, do we, or is this just a simple manipulate... Not gonna lie to you, there's not much going on in my head right now. Well, that's the thing. I want to flesh. I want to flesh out Snorley. What is this mafia Pokemon doing in Piranal in the dump? What's their connect? Where did they? You know, how did Stig get this Read mask what, from the casino? What does, what's behind the substitute? What behind? I suppose what I'm trying okay. to do is I'm trying to establish Snorleyoni's real motives and see if I can convince him to join well, me on this. Yes, if you're looking to find out Snorleyoni's motives and everything, then behind the substitute is perfect. Kind okay, of, I'm gonna yeah? go for it. Yeah. yeah. What do I roll? Plus charm. Oh, I'm a plus one. Oh, here we go. What happens if I fail this one? Who knows? <laughs> oh. Something happens to Theo and Kenny. <laughs> a hydrocon appears. Yes. A sinkhole opens under the Pyrenees Museum. <laughs> right, I'm going for it. Ooh, it's just, it's a three and a three plus one. Oh. So it's a seven. Oh <laughs> Okay, well, you get to ask one question then. Okay. How do I get Snorleone to come up with a plan to get Gary back? I don't think you can get Snorleone to come up with a plan. I think that's got to be on How do I get Snorleone to help me with whatever plan I come up with? Okay, so basically, how do we convince Snorleone to be, like, on board with this? And I'm going to throw out a little backstory for Snorleone. Snorleone, known mafia boss, 
known in inverted commas. <laughs> by us. I don't know how known Snorlioni is. I mean, but you know, a capable Pokemon, enslaved child, um, to fetch them berries, but was living in a dump. So I think Snorlioni considers Brandy's proposal, agrees, but on the pro- but is on the proviso and points to a head that is on the wall, and someone give me a Sinnoh Pokemon. Buizel. Buizel. Snorlioni goes over to the Buizel head, picks it up, looks at Brandy, and then crushes the Buizel head in his hands. Wait, so what's he asking? I scratch your back, you scratch mine. He wants Buizel dead? Yeah. Whoa, my goodness, man. Maybe not dead, but he wants he wants revenge, or there's something that's happened. I think this uh, Munchlax is known. You don't mess with this Munchlax. What? Okay. So I- maybe Buizel... Is part of like the the rebellion or a rival mafia family? I think Munchlax used to run the casino. Okay, love but it. But was ousted by by the Buizel family. By the Buizel family. Lo- okay, love it. Love Something it. like that. Using humans as puppets because a Pokemon can't own a business. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously. I mean, we've yeah. established Pokemon can own businesses in this world. Well, yeah, as, long <laughs> as, an as long as they're an Ursaring. But like an Ursaring, Ursaring had two human front front people to yeah. front the business, but it was Ursa, it's Jockey who's running it. So exactly, I think, yeah. So I think, yeah, Munchlax used to own the casino and was perhaps ousted by Buizel. And this has forced Munchlax into, you know, the dump. Into which the is dump, not, yeah. It's not, not a place to be. So there's a, you, I'll help you if you help me. And then Brandy sort of says, understands all of that. And sort of says, I feel like you're asking me to do a lot more than I'm asking you to do. <laughs> you're asking me to take down an entire crime family. And I'm, I'm asking you to get one Pokemon back from maybe the next room. Well, maybe maybe, maybe Munchlax <sighs> suggests that the Buizel, Buizel cuts a little off the top. It was basically a sort of like-for-like swap. Yeah. The Buizel head was just to illustrate... To illustrate, yes. The, the, the not, Pokemon... They didn't want that select croupier. No, it. they didn't want the random croupier who I imagine changes night to night. <laughs> like, I don't think... Whoever's I don't unlucky. Think the Buizel mask gets used anymore. I think it used yeah. to be used, but yeah, now I, it's not I think, used I think anymore. the Buizel mask is in a, like, a shrine. It almost. was in a special place, and, yes. And that, like, so, you go... You, you enter the staff room and at the end of the, ho- at the, end of the foyer, it's like lit up. <laughs> it's the Buizel mask. <laughs> There's a little shrine, yeah. some music playing around it. Brandy just goes, this is a really weird casino. <laughs> this is so odd. Okay. Oh, well. Okay, so Brandy, you are commu- this is communicated to you. I think she understands. Somehow. No, she understands- How much does she understand <laughs> she understands the clear mess. She understands the clear message. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I'll help if we take down Boizel. Boizel. This Pokemon that Basically, she- you see a Boizel, you follow my lead. Up until then, I will follow your lead. Yeah, yeah but and actually, Munchlax, actually, Munchlax probably seems quite excited to be here. Just holds out a small hand to be like, take my hand. You take my hand. Has it got a ring on it? Like the pony? Yeah. Oh, it's got a huge <laughs> ring on it with a Munchlax face. <laughs> and it's like, and Brandy takes it and shakes it. And they're now in business. Okay. Munchlax. Brandy. Sorry, I, I don't know. I just thought I, we were just saying our names. You're a Pokemon. I forgot for a second. You're so human-like in your attitude. Snorleone's on board Brandy what do you do you're there there's musks all over there there's, yeah, at some point there's you a break from there we need to go and actually do something yes um, all you've done is agreed to kill a weasel <laughs> okay well I'm going to go in and I'm going to try and kind of blag it we're going to we're gonna, acting went well the first time so we're going to go into the break room and we're and we're going to yeah we're going to blag it okay. I, I walk into the break room or just in your clothes no I saw a Baneri head yeah. And I thought, you know uh, what? I'm taking a Veneri head. Fair, fair. Boring. <laughs> Boring, but makes sense. I don't like to stray too There's far. probably quite a few Veneri heads because obviously we've got all those Veneri yeah. greeters as well. Yeah. Okay. You so, yeah. what about the Gen 4s? All of your Pokemon are Gen 4? I'm a Gen 4. I'm a Gen 4 baby. Is- Scroopy's a Gen 4. Yeah, they're yeah. Gen 4. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are Gen- so at home in the casino. <laughs> okay, so you grab a Veneri head from the display. 
and head into the break room. And I head straight into the break room with right. with Snorleone out at my side. I guess there's three NPCs in the break room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, am I going to be Mesprit Dealer again? One of them is Mesprit Dealer, yeah. Uh, and joined by them are Gigi and Rove. Gigi and Rove. Well, Gigi and Rove. There we go. Uxie, U- who are Uxie and Azelf. Yeah. We are the Lake Guardians right Which now. Nothing if one. not a theme lover, Tom. <laughs> Maybe so. We're we're like we're like quite quite high up in the Buizel family. I'd yeah. say we're doing very well for ourselves. I think of, you know, we're, the, we're the Lake Guardians. We're probably like yeah. up there. Yeah, we're the admins. We're admins. <laughs> okay, we're admins. Great. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are excited about your characters. <laughs> yeah, we are. Great. I'm developing. Here we go. Hi there. Uh, can you just point me in the way to where? Is it through here? Great. Thanks. Bye, guys. No, scene over. All right, sorry. We'll do it properly. <laughs> I just really enjoyed no, you building. You up. come into the room and you see Mesprit Dealer talking to these two, going, <laughs> and then I just took this groupie from her. <laughs> I hate it when you tell me stories. Yeah, Yo, this is very boring for me. What? But I got a new bug, you guys. Why don't you get some new teeth, you disgusting old man? You are the worst one of all three of us. That is statistically not true. We are identical. Look at our base stats. You men are all alike with your competitive... Your competitive legendary waving between each other. Oh, Gigi. Yes, I, yes, yes, fight. Fight, and then I shall rise to the top. Yes, then there will be only one. Oh, uh, you... Hi, hi. What? Uh, uh, hi, yeah, uh, I'm just uh, coming in. Uh, it's uh, me. Why is, uh, why is there Bonnery Greeter in the admin room? <laughs> the Bonnery girls go to the other's room? Yeah, I. if I can finish the sentence. What is you that cape? Yeah, okay. It looks very familiar, but I can't put my finger on why. Right, well, if I could just get to the end of the sentence, I'll answer all those questions. But basically, I'm here. The boss has asked if I could grab that Pokemon that you took earlier. Boss likes to check the Pokemon out, see if they're, they're good. That's not the protocol. Didn't you already give it to the boss? Sure, I checked it out with the boss. Oh, you already, you already gave it to the boss? Yes, he already gave it to the boss. What oh, are you not hearing, well, you little bunny The boss, the boss told me, told me to come. Where's the boss now? I need to talk to him then, because you know. I think you should take your face off. What? That's rude. You don't just. I'm not. You know. You don't just ask someone to take their we face off. We are the leg guardians. We do whatever we I want. I have a cold. I have a cold sore, so it's actually not really good for me to take. Of like, it's infectious right now for me to to I take think, it off. I think we need to roll. We need to roll. <laughs> uh, I want them to tell me where the boss is, uh, and not be suspicious about it. Oh, the boss of the weasel, right? I think this might be. I think this might be behind the substitute again. Yeah, fair enough. Come on, Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Well, I mark experience. (laughs) It's a three plus a one, so it's a four. Okay. Does does maybe Mesprit Dealer recognise some pink hair? And I think next to him, as we know, Grubbin has string shotty kind of things. Mesprit gives Grubbin the uh, a little nod, and Grubbin has secretly gone onto the ceiling. String shots down onto the Baneri head and just lifts it up. <gasps> Hair scraped back into the tight ponytail of the cheerleader, but still very recognisably brandy. Um, revealed. I know you. Don't do you? You're the one that I took this Garupi from. You were banned from this casino. I was. We, we was should I? take her to the boss. Yes, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that is true. Oh. <laughs> no, no, get a quip. No, no, get a quip. No, get a quip. No, I'm done. Get a quip. Get a quip. Get a quip. Get a quip in. We are all admins. I am the best, but we should all quip. It's true. In fairness, I'm happy for you to quip. I, I failed, so you get a quip. Thank you so much. I'd just like to say I think that is a great idea, and I don't say that lightly. What? what? There, well, there wasn't a good Was there a quip? <laughs> you, guys were, you guys built. I'm just adding another one in. <laughs> I was, I was just creating. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a better quit, but fine, take me to the boss, I suppose. <laughs> All right, fade down as the late guardians surround Brandy. Rejoin K 
Kenny and Theo dashing down a dark corridor, paintings and small exhibits passing you on every side. It's dark, you can't really see where you're going, but you see an exhibit opening out at the end. You're aware the Gardevoirs are behind you, but Theo, your athletic prowess in the moment means you've got ahead. Kenny and Theo, once you reach the end of this corridor, you stumble into this medium-sized exhibition room, which contains various displays. Uh, And as you wander through, the shafts of moonlight pouring through the skylights reveal a room dedicated to mystical items. Items of interest, artefacts of either human or Pokemon creation that have been designated to have some kind of special use or significance in the region of Formia. And I'd like everyone to give uh, one exhibit that our characters see in this mystical items room. Well, I think in the same way that, you know, we've done the King's Rock, I want to base the, I want to base mine on like regular sort of in-game Pokemon items, but we're going to make them but fancier. So I'm going to go with uh, something called the, the Amulet Coin, which dates back to sort of a long-lost currency where there was said to be this one perfect coin which gave gave whoever held the coin more money than they could deal with. And it became so kind of valued and desired which sort of people would die for uh, for this Ooh, for this gosh. coin because it it was so it was said to be kind of like that's why it's lost because it was it was said to actually be more of a burden than than anyone okay. actually wanted because everyone just kept kept dying for, for it yeah basically well, doubles your money it, exactly yeah. it, okay. your money is suddenly doubled overnight so great that's the, the amulet, amulet coin. coin fabulous yeah. I uh, thought one of the exhibits as well could be a uh, supposed piece of the meteorite uh, that was headed for the whole world before the first Elite Four managed to stop that from happening. And perhaps this is said that one of them brought back a piece of the meteorite safekeeping and donated it to the museum, but it's said to have mystical powers and can, you know, make some Pokemon evolve and can make Pokemon evolve beyond what seemingly their means would would have interpreted. Ooh. Okay. Perhaps in a mega form of way, oh, sort okay. of way. Let's see, let's see. Very cool. <laughs> For Pokemon who could possibly mega evolve yeah. in the future. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> it's just made up. It's cardboard. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a Gambit third one in there. There is a section in the room that is devoted to held evolution items. So there's you know there's a whole variety of different items. Theo is annoyed that there is no King's Rock. Um, but you have you have your Reaper cloth. You have your magmarizer. Magmarizer. Yeah. There's a magnet. Yeah. yeah, you've got all your the upgrade that Rhyperia has. Metal all of that. coat. Some, yeah, all some, of that. Some whipped cream. It's <laughs> <laughs> just mouldy, mouldy whipped cream. Um, so I think there's a series of items here talking about held evolution items. And I think that somewhere in it is there is a suggestion that in history, humans have also held these items and maybe that is connected in some way to myths of people having Pokemon powers. Is it true? Is it not? But we are nice. looking for something in this museum that indicates what we are looking for. So the idea of like someone might say that the metal coat someone actually wore sort of a coat of, was able to create a coat of metal in their bodies that you know protected them from harm at some mm. point that you know a power of Pokemon I love that yeah okay cool mm. okay great so you're in this room uh, the Gardevoirs are coming fast behind Kenny and Theo what do you do? Um, Theo do, do you have do you have a plan? is this where we wanted to be? Uh, it's difficult to say I was supposed to be looking for something that would say something about uh, the church um, and about the king's Rock. And Theo looks up at the wall of items and there is one sort of indent where something should be. There's no sign next to it saying this is where the King's Rock should be. There is just a gap in the display. Yeah. You wouldn't notice it's, it's, normally. It's not symmetrical. Yeah. And I think Theo just, similarly to deciding to fight a paladin with staves in the middle of a desert biome, <laughs> just just hits it. What with your fist? Yeah. <laughs> just punch. Okay, just- let's roll. Let's roll. Okay, this sounds like a... Hmm. Clarify the intention of Theo in punching the wall. Well, I think... Why, why is Theo... Why is Theo... I think we're being reductive about what Theo's doing here. I think no, please enlighten, enlighten us. Kenny well, turns around and punches the floor going, Yeah! Die, museum! Die! Well, the reason... <laughs> well, I mean, the reason we're here in the first place is to find a hidden part of the museum that contains a secret that is the reason we came here in the first place. Okay. So we have to find something that looks amiss that allows somebody who has knowledge that a random civilian entering this museum wouldn't have. So this wall shows something that only the church would have knowledge of. 
okay, a missing symbol on a wall of Helldiver. It looks churchy. Yeah. 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 I don't think that Theo is just going, if I punch through this wall, I'll break it into pieces. <laughs> I think Theo is in a place where Theo is so panicked that, you know, when you're normally, you're just like, you're just trying to press something. Theo just slams it. Theo is just like, okay. get me do the you know hell what, out do you of this. you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the moment in Frenzy Plan where you were just kind of looking in the sand and then ended up randomly hitting something. Yeah. And to me, that was a weird moment. So why don't we have an act under pressure roll, but you roll plus weird instead of plus cool? Okay. Is that yeah. all right? Yeah, and that is why you're the GM. Okay. Yeah. There, there we go. There that's, there nice. that's nice. There we go. So I'm a plus one for weird, which seems low, actually, if I'm honest. You made the stats, David. <laughs> <laughs> you can only play for yourself. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what is it? Do you mark experience? Yeah. Oh, mark experience. there you go. So that was a four plus a one, so. It's a five. Five. Well, this really throws the reason we're in this museum. Well, no, you can still find it. <laughs> it could just be, it's just, just a hard be, move. It's just yeah. a hard move. It's very move. true, yeah. Theo, you're not used to acting on instinct. This has been a new development for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one that you've come to trust more and more in the last few days as you've met these new characters, as you've had these new experiences. Uh, it's one that served you well in the, uh, the Sephiroth tree. And it's one that you draw upon again here. You don't know much about this room, but you do see a display on evolution held items, and you just think instinctually, it's almost like you see a space where you think the King's Rock should be. Is that really a space, or is that just what Theo's seeing right now? You don't really consider it. You don't question it, which is unheard of for Theo. And you just reach out and you you press it, you punch it, you touch it with such immediacy. And for a moment you think, yes, yes, of course. That was the King's Rock, I touched it, we'll open a secret chamber, everything will work out. Just like it does when I'm with these people and everything. And then nothing happens. And you remove your hand from the display and you realise that you just, you just touched a wall. You touched the wall of an exhibit and expected a miracle to occur. Which goes against all of your teaching, all of your knowledge, all of your understanding. And as you pull your hand slowly back away, you start to hear Jolly the Gardevoir, followed by a few more, start to enter the exhibition. You hear Kenny from the other side of the room. Theo, you, what, what, what do we do? do? Do you want me to touch this over here? This wall? I don't, I don't know, they're, they're coming. I used to be good at this. I used to know things and I used to be able to fight and I used to be able to figure things out. And I right, can't Theo, no, come on, anymore. don't do this. I've never I, even drunk before, what am I doing? Theo, come on. I had a conversation with Adri from Monsk. Oh my God. I need you. Pull it together! And as Kenny says that, five Gardevoirs enter the room, led by Jolly, tossing a moonblast between their Gardevoir hands like a Rasengan, and they give a small wry smile as they start to encircle the pair of you. Well, pretty much everything that could go wrong did. What a triumphant success, as usual, for our intrepid heroes. Join us again next time as we follow the adventures of Kenny, Brandy and Theo. In the meantime, thank you to Braxton Burks and the Material Collective for the use of their albums Johto Legends, Canto Symphonies and Time and Space. Thank you to Glitch X City. Make sure to check out their YouTube. Thank you to Junichi Masuda and Satoshi Tajiri. We have no association with Game Freak, Nintendo or the Pokemon Company. We are not-for-profit and fan-made. Thank you to my friends and yours, Tom, David and Stu. Please leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter on at Critical Ditto and by all means join our Discord because it's great in there. Everyone's really nice and they do loads of fan art. It's so impressive. I sincerely hope everyone's keeping happy and healthy. Um, I am recording this in the midst of the coronavirus crisis and just want to give a little message of love and support, health and happiness to everyone from all of us at Critical Ditto. Stay strong, guys. Stay healthy. This won't last forever. And with each other's support, we'll be Raya's reign. Until then, go out there and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself.
God of War voice. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I've got it in me. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>